Hello and welcome to the International Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Taylor, and on the podcast, we discuss all aspects of technology and life in international schools, with new episodes live every two weeks. We focus on people who are currently working in schools, and we talk about life in their current country and dive into some specific topics. The podcast is brought to you by Acer for Education. People always ask what Chromebooks we recommend and what Windows laptops we recommend, and after trying literally all of them, we always recommend Acer. If you'd like to get more info and try out some devices, please just go to gg.gg forward slash Acer Education. That's gg.gg forward slash Acer Education, and we'll get right back to you. Also, the podcast is brought to you by Apps Events. We're a Google partner. We work all around the world. We've just got one piece of new information right now. This is in, in January 2021. We're a G Suite Enterprise for Education partner. That's Giuseppe. This is a bunch of premium tools available to people using Google at their schools. We can help you get set up with a free one-month trial. So please check out the link in the show notes, and we'll do that right away. And now, on to the interview. Our question for the panel this morning is going to be, what is your Google story? Now, before we talk about what is our Google story, I want to invite you to use the hashtag Google PD and apps events and um, send out tweets. We are monitoring the chat and live um, for YouTube, and I'm super excited to see Peggy George in the chat. And actually, when it's my turn to talk, I'll actually talk a little bit about Classroom 2.0 Live and um, how that got me started speaking. So thanks, Peggy, for joining us. All right, my googly women. Um, actually, uh, let's just have an informal good morning with everyone, and, and then we'll go into our specific stories. Does that sound good, ladies? Yes. All right. Uh, so good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, Natalia, do you want to tell us um, where you're talking to us from? Me? Yes, of course. Um, I am coming live from um, outside of Albany, New York. Awesome. So you're about two and a half hours from me in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. And I've had the pleasure of working Natalia with Natalia many times through her district, you know, hosting a summit there in the past. And then um, uh, having Natalia work with me as a consultant for many years. Um, Mary Ellen, do you want to tell us where you're from? Absolutely. I'm joining live from outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Wonderful. And Mary Ellen, also, we've gotten to work at many events together and, and as consultants and everything. Thank you for joining us this morning. And Kim, where are you talking to us from? Hi, everybody. I am from right outside of Dallas, Texas, uh, which it is hot here today. And two weeks ago, it was an ice storm. So, yeah. <laughs> That was crazy, the weather in Texas. It was funny. Did you guys even own snow shovels? Absolutely not. But actually, my neighbor, I think, I think he came from somewhere up north because every day he was outside shoveling his driveway. And we were like, how do you do that? And he had like a, an entire like thing going on, like back and forth and back and forth. And we, don't, we didn't even know how to do that. So we didn't do that. 
Yeah, we have a system here in New Jersey. And my fiance and I, like we were out there every couple of hours because there was about 26 inches of snow or something like that the one day. And you can't leave it all for the end. You gotta go out there every few yeah. hours. But what a great workout, right? It is a great workout. You end up sweating, you know. <laughs> I do that all the time too in my driveway here. Well, we're used to that here in New York. So. Oh, right. No. I would know nothing about that in Atlanta, but we do go through all four seasons in one day this time of year in Atlanta. So that's awesome. Hotlanta, right, Mary Ellen? <laughs> well, um, who would like to start with their googly story, their origin story? I don't mind starting. Oh, awesome, Natalia. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so my story goes back to when I was in English as a second language teacher uh, back in North Carolina. And um, I, you know, I have to be honest, I was super scared of the computer that was in that room when I was started, when I started teaching. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not using that. <laughs> you know? So I was doing my own thing. And then uh, one day I said, you know, let me just try it out. And I, I did. And I found um, great things that I could use with my students. And they started becoming very engaged and they wanted to record their voices and um, practice their reading. And so one thing led to, led to another. And I was like, I think this is a great tool for my students. So that's how I started my journey with educational technology. My passion for it like really was born because of the interest my students had. And I learned with them. And so I um, after that, I, um, I came to New York and um, my very first task for the district that I was working for was, you know, we're going Google. And I was like, oh, perfect. So I started uh, becoming you know, more acquainted with Google tools myself and I ran into some professional development. And I think that's how I met you, Lisa. And I said, you know, I want to become a certified educator. So I took one of Lisa's boot camps and uh, I was like, oh, I love her. <laughs> I want to be like that. <laughs> I want to know the things she knows. <laughs> and uh, it was so easy to make connections between what I was doing in the course when Lisa was teaching me and also making a connection of that with the things that I was doing in my classroom. And I was like, it was such an easy connection. I, I could see do, do myself doing that so easily in the classroom with my students. And so that really got me hooked into that. And so from, from that, I became certified educator level one, then level two. And then as I started doing more and more things in, in my school district, um, teachers were like, well, how, how are you doing that? Can you show me that? And so I did. And so we were doing informal sessions and then it dawned on me, like, maybe I should get a certification for being a trainer, you know, since I'm already doing that. So I went ahead and did the uh, Google certified trainer um, as well. It was fantastic. I learned a lot too. And, um, and then I started, you know, teaching teachers how to use the Google tools in a way that would be efficient for them and that would bring some academic advancement for their students. And, um, and then after that, I thought, you know what, I feel like I want to go back to uh, this certification uh, bug and uh, get my um, innovator badge. And so, and so I did. 
Um, I found there was a, a lack of um, offerings for um, English language learners in the area of STEM. And so my project was essentially that, you know, working with the school district to offer opportunities for English language learners, because, you know, the myth is, well, they don't understand the language. And the thing is, they don't understand your language, but they are very proficient in another language that you're not proficient on, you know? So they they are mathematical, they are, you know, they, they have all these skills um, in a different language, but they, they can still do STEM. And so with that program and with uh, the support from the Google community for the innovator community, I was able to launch my, my program in my school district and um and you know kids loved it they were engaged they were wanting to come to school um their academic progress was going through the roof you know like kids were like being more you know like the kids that were not talking in english that their uh, speaking skills were not quite there yet they started you know talking more so the advancement in the four areas that we actually look in for ells speaking reading listening and writing were really uh progressing really really well so that's it that's that's my story and then i you know i became the coordinator for for instructional technology at that district so there you go yeah, and you brought summits to your district and really spread yeah. spread the googly like story, yes. uh, getting so many of your colleagues to use the tools and everything. Yes. Yeah, Natalia, that's awesome. And you know, I've always like followed you because of the ELL connection, and you were one of the first people that I really saw using the tools for ELL students and tweeting about it, and and you know, like yeah. Just wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, who would like to go next? All right. I'll jump in. All right, Mary Ellen. That's awesome. Thanks. Uh, my journey started, I guess, around close to 10 years ago. Um, I was in the classroom and, you know, checking out different tools that I could use. I taught high school English. Um, and, you know, remember clickers uh, for formative assessment, that was like my big thing. You know, I, I got a Promethean board in, in my room and, and asked for, for clickers. Um, and then a principal actually asked me to become a local school uh, coordinator or coach for other teachers. And I kind of laughed at first because I felt like I wasn't proficient enough in technology, instructional technology to do that at all. And, you know, but he really encouraged me. And so I, I did. And once I moved into that position so that I wasn't in the classroom all the time, I had the opportunity to go to events and, and get further training. And so I went to a Google summit and walked in the first day, you know, opening session. And I went, that's what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I want to inspire other educators. Like, oh my gosh. And so from there, I started, uh, you know, presenting uh, immediately after that first summit that I went to and actually had been presenting for uh, a while before I decided to, to look into the certifications. I'm one of those, like, I don't test really well. It makes me nervous. Um, but finally, I was like, all right, I've got to get this done. 
And so I took level one and level two in the same day and applied for Innovator right after that and set up a domain for my school in the, the same couple of months that I did all of that. So learned how to be a super administrator and all of the other things kind of in a really short period of time. Um, because I really wanted to inspire that innovation for all of the teachers I was working with. And more than anything, what I found with Google Tools was the power to individualize learning for students. I'm a huge proponent of differentiation and meeting the needs of all of our students. And I'm also a huge proponent of taking risks. So when I applied for the Innovator program, it was, crazy but my project was to code which i had never done at all and uh, but i you know i said even in my application video i want to model for students that we have to take risks and so you know along with lots of people who ended up helping me with that project including my brother which is the funniest part of the whole story um i i created an add-on to automate differentiation and that was really kind of the the biggest launching i guess for for me um and so then over time you know i've i've transitioned in different positions and i'm you know at the district level now and you know we shut down school domains and created the district domain and you know we have over a hundred thousand chromebooks now and crazy insane amounts of users and i get to work every day with local school coaches on how they can then coach their teachers and so we have all these people who are certified now all these people who are doing amazing things and it's just that the power for the tools and the power to to differentiate and to empower and inspire innovation and change um it's just been remarkable but yeah it all kind of went back to to the first summit that i attended and going that that's what I want to do right there. I remember hearing all about your innovator project because you were working with a mutual friend of ours on, was it the extension or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I heard about Mary Ellen before I met her and I was encouraged, like, you have to go see Mary Ellen present. Now, unlike Natalia, Natalia, I met in person first and I started following her. Um, Mary Ellen, I was just like, well, who is this Mary Ellen West? I'm going to go watch her. And I was sold. I'm like, we've got to get her doing and consulting with us, right? And uh, get her voice uh, outside of just the Atlantic area and all over the place. It's such a great story, Mary Ellen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Kim. Oh my goodness. I, I just enjoyed listening to everybody and just thinking about kind of my story while, you know, you all were talking and, and I mean, you are uh, absolutely phenomenal, you know, but just my story, I started out, I majored in education technology in undergrad when there was kind of nothing that anybody even thought of education technology before then. And so I just remember it's so funny because my professor, um, well, older, older professor, and she's only like five years older than me. And so she brought me back to a class last week um, during kind of like lunchtime. And she wanted me to talk to the students that are in undergrad now. And we were just talking about like wikis and blogs and, you know, WebTC, which is kind of now Blackboard. 
And so it's so funny how all of those things, because I was always thinking like, why do I need to do a blog? This has nothing to do with anything. I just want to teach teachers and I just want to teach kids about computers. This is nothing. And so it's so funny now how you know, the world has changed, you know, from 2000, 1999 into now and just becoming googly, a googly woman. I mean, I just, you know, just that trajectory of coming from majoring in education technology. It's only two of us in a program. We had no idea what we were doing. We've taken so many classes from graphic design to automation and CAD and computer science because no one knew what education technology was. And so then when I discovered like Google for education, it just just it just really just took a spark into me. And I, I just really wanted to learn more and just becoming a blended learning specialist before I became the director. I mean, everybody was taking this Google certification um, level one and level two. And like we were racing to take the test because I wanted to pass the test. And it's so funny because we had taken tests like ICT in Mississippi and STEM certifications. And it was nothing to, com to compare to this Google for Education, you know, certification for, for level one and level two. So I just wanted to take it. I just took it one day. I didn't even study. It's so crazy because I was just like, I'm going to take this test because I want to pass it because everybody has this level one, level two, and I need to take it. And then it just became like, you know, you want to be a trainer, um, you know, and then becoming an innovator just literally changed my life because I was able to meet, you know, people like you all and just becoming that amazing, you know, the amazing tribe that you have, it's just, just really just changed me. And so that's kind of, you know, my, my story just in regards to just building that community, building that, you know, safe space and just looking at that passion that I had with the innovator project and just looking at, Hey, you know, women really need to, and I'm glad it's women history month that we're doing this, of course, but women really need to, you know, be in the forefront and have that, you know, um, say so in whatever is happening, they need to sit at the table. So I, I definitely think that, you know, the advocacy work really helped me change becoming an innovator as well. Kim, I, I appreciate the things that you said, and I want to come back to them in just a moment. But, you know, again, I heard about Kim Lane Clark, and I'm like, I have to go see her present and meet her in person. And I was so impressed with her that, you know, I started hiring her as a consultant. And um, I just feel so fortunate that I have, you know, the pleasure of working with all three of you for many years now. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you all do such great work. Now, let's come back to something that Kim said. She used the phrase, have a seat at the table. So the four of us know that notoriously men are more prominent in educational technology, especially at the leadership level. Do any of you want to speak to that before I tell my origin story, which I think everybody's here heard a million times, so it's kind of boring. But um, do you want to speak to how you got your voice? Because you're all leaders in your districts, right? Um, how, how did you find your voice there? Uh, I think I can go, uh, unless somebody else wants to jump in. <laughs> I. Um... You know, it's it felt like I had to prove a lot, to be honest. You know, it felt like I had to prove that was 
intelligent enough that I was that I had the leadership skills that were needed um, that this Latina had enough knowledge to teach other children you know it was for me it was not only you know the fact that I um, I'm a woman but also the fact that I'm a minority so it's um, it, it was difficult at first to kind of um, make way for my own self. So one of the things that I told, I think one of, I had an interview with Eastie once about this exact same topic. And one of the things that I said was, you have to believe in yourself and you have to use that believe in yourself as your engine to help you move past and, and break the barriers and break the stereotypes and, um, you know, stand for what it is that you need to stand for um, and help make the way for other women, for other minorities, you know, to be in leadership positions. It's not easy, but if you believe in yourself and you know your worth, you have to fight and show what your worth is. Thank you so much for sharing that, Natalia. Um, who's next? I, I was just going to kind of piggyback on what Natalia was saying, because for me, I, I mentioned that uh, it was a, a principal I was working for as a teacher who really gave me that push. And then later, it was actually Lisa, a mutual friend of ours, who gave me a push as, as a presenter. And so I... It took a long time, Natalia, for me to have that belief in myself. And I wish I'd had it sooner, but I'm so thankful for the people that pushed me and encouraged me. And that inspired me that now I try at every chance I get to do that for others. Because if they don't yet have that self-confidence and I can help in some way, I want other women to know you are enough you are worthy, you are smart and brilliant, and you can do this. I believe in you. So if you don't have that belief yet, borrow mine because I've got it for you. Take it, borrow it. I've got you until you've got it yourself and, and beyond, right? So, so am I, again, part of my mission is to empower other people because other people have done that for me, you know? So, so that's where I, that's where I push. I want, you know, if you don't, if you don't have that self-confidence, Natalia, that absolutely everyone needs, then let me give it to you. Thanks, Mary Ellen. Kim, what would you like to add? I mean, I, you all have just really summed it up as well. You know, being able to find your voice and being able to just take whatever your passion is and, and create it into your brand. And when I say your brand, you know, it's just not we're thinking about something that you're selling. It's you because you're you're the one that tells your story. I always post, you know, things on Twitter saying like, hey, sis, you know, tell your story. Don't allow someone else to tell your story. And it's just what you all are saying um, just really echoes as to where and why you should do that. And so that everyone that, you know, sees you that are in, you know, students, young ladies that are, you know, that are actually going to come before us or after us, it's just where a testament is to where they need to be able to hear and see 
um, we who we are. Um, they need to be able to see people that look like us so that they can dream and imagine. Because, you know, when we were, you know, actually in school, I know when I was, I had no one that looked like me that was in these roles. I never would have imagined that I would be here now, you know, speaking with you all and we're live. Um, just, you just have to believe in yourself. And so, you know, what Natalia is just saying, it's just so important that we should all have just engraved in our hearts so that um, it's able to be echoed even when we don't speak. It's so true and so true and to encourage each other, right? I know that um, I think it's super important as someone who hires, consultants, like I try to give praise and encouragement and appreciation for the work that you all do. Um, so my, I found my voice in 2006. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I had left the classroom and I was working at the university level doing K-12 public outreach for Rutgers University in New Jersey. And a colleague of mine uh, at Rutgers uh, told me that she saw an application for the Google Teacher Academy. Now, um, the Google Teacher Academy that I applied to was the second one ever, and it was held in New York. And um, I remember spending 10 hours working on my video. It's awful. I used Windows Movie Maker. Like, you know, we're talking 2006 here. And I, I was in the right place at the right time. And not everybody has that experience. Um, I was, after I attended that, I was invited by Google to present at the next 10 Google Teacher Academies. They sent me all over the world. Um, I got to go to Australia. I got to go to England. I got, I, I mean, I, it was my first time in Texas. It was my first time in Chicago, um, all over the place. And um, I feel really fortunate that there was a woman at Google who liked my style and gave me that opportunity. Um, so, you know, I recognize her for doing that. And it was, Chris, it was Kristen Fredella. She's still at Google now. We used to call her, you know, the godmother of the Google Teacher Academy. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm still friends with her to this day, but she gave me that opportunity. And because of that certification, um, that Google teacher, being a Google teacher, and now it's Google Innovator, right? That opened so many doors for me as a consultant. But I tried to pay my dues, and I presented at every conference that I possibly could have and not get paid. So, you know, I just presented, 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 got my name out there. Um, I became the first, uh, the second certified trainer in the world. Um, August 24th, 2010, they opened the program the day before. Um, there's an educator in Iowa that beat me out for that slot. <laughs> and at the time, I had left Rutgers and I was, I brought my Google for EDU program over to Kane University. And when I got to Kane, I talked to the president of the university. I'm like, I wanna host a Google Summit. And that's one of the questions that our friend Peggy asked in the chat, like, how did the Google Summits get started? Well, at that point, there was no logo from Google. There was no playbook. I ran the second Google Summit ever, and it was awesome. And actually, someone else in the chat was one of my very first sponsors, Dan Taylor. And Dan Taylor's the founder of 
apps events. So Dan and I go way, 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 way back. And he was there as a sponsor at the first ever uh, Google Summit in New York, New Jersey area. Um, and he hadn't even founded apps events yet. I, I believe, I know Dan was there for another purpose, actually. But um and then I decided to go work for an ed tech startup and I got to just teach Google everywhere. I got to work with consultants from all over the world instead of just the New York, New Jersey area. And um, and and now I'm a certified coach because I decided I'm going back into a school when when COVID hit, I felt so horribly for all of the educators and administrators and students and parents going through this. And I really wanted to help. 